Do you let friends know that you're suffering from an illness? Or is it better to keep the difficult news to close family? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 40 of Tractate Nadarim, and we learn that sharing the challenge allows others to pray for you, aiding your speedy recovery. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with the story. On the first day that Rava was ill, he would tell his family, do not reveal to any person that I am sick, because he thought that publicizing his illness would be bad luck. After the first day, he would tell them, go and proclaim in the marketplace that I am ill. That way, anyone who hates me can rejoice over my distress. And it is written, rejoice not when your enemy falls, and let not your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest Hashem see it and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. And let all who love me pray that God have mercy upon me. Let's look at the continuation of today's Gemara. When Rav Dimi arrived, he said, anyone who visits the sick causes him to live, and anyone who does not visit the sick causes him to die. How is he the cause? If we say that anyone who visits the sick pleads for divine mercy that he will live, and anyone who does not visit the ill pleads for mercy that he will die, does it enter your mind that he would pray that the sick person should die? Rather, anyone who does not visit the sick does not plead for mercy for him, neither that he will live, nor that he will die. Rav said, anyone who visits the sick is spared from the judgment of Gehenna. As it is stated, happy is he who considers the poor, the Lord will deliver him in the day of evil. And if one visited, what is his reward? What is his reward? It is as Rav said, he is spared from the judgment of Gehenna. Rather, the question is, what is his reward in this world? The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, let him be called happy in the land, and deliver not you him into the greed of his enemies. The Lord will preserve him from the evil inclination and keep him alive and spare him from suffering. Let him be called happy in the land means that everyone will be honored from his association with this person. And deliver not you him and to the greed of his enemies, so the companions like those who counsel Naaman to seek a cure for his leprosy will associate with him, and he will not have companions like those who counseled Rehavam, resulting in the schism of his kingdom. Ravan quoted Rav, from where is it derived that the Holy One blessed me he sustains the sick person? As it is stated, the Lord will support him upon the bed of suffering. And Robin quoted Rav, from, from where is it derived that the divine presence is resting upon the bed of a sick person? As it is stated, the Lord will support him upon the bed of suffering. Let's analyze the Gemara. It's a tough decision regarding whom to tell when illness strikes. You have so much to deal with as it is, and on top of it all, you're dealing with the stresses of who is in the inner circle. Who should you be telling? Who will be upset if it's not told? Rava says, to begin with, you don't need to tell anyone. You have every right to take your time to internally process it before telling the world. Rava wouldn't tell anybody to begin with. It was a personal issue that he and his family were dealing with. That itself is overwhelming enough without all the extra stress of people calling and visiting. It's important at this stage to explain the style of the Gemara. The Talmudic discussion often weaves in and out between halachic concepts and what appears to be stories. Like the written Torah, the stories are designed to teach us how to lead a good moral life. Some stories are codified as halachic precedent, while others are left as ethical examples to emulate, or in some cases to know how not to behave, such as when those involved make poor decisions and reach an unfortunate end. Of course, in Rava's case, he was one of our greatest sages, and his behavior serves as a model for our own conduct. Nevertheless, while it may be a helpful model, it's not halacha. 
If his approach doesn't work for you in your particular circumstances, that's totally okay. With that caveat, let's explore how he and his family conducted themselves once they'd had a chance to process their predicament. At that point, he would instruct them that it was time to let other people know. Why? So that they could pray for him. And he wasn't concerned about those people who weren't fans and might gloat at his situation. After all, by harboring improper thoughts, they were only inviting bad spiritual energy upon themselves and thereby shifting the ill-fated energy away from himself. And conversely, by giving his friends the opportunity to pray for his recovery, he was bringing positive spiritual energy not only to himself, but to them too. As the Gemara proceeds to expound, one who visits a sick person is motivated to pray for him, and those prayers rescue the visitor from Gehenna. How so? The Maharal explains that right now the ill individual feels like he's suffering in the depths of hell. If you can alleviate that feeling, even momentarily, you deserve to be rewarded in like measure. Thus, you will be saved from Gehenna both in the afterlife and also in this world by being protected from the temptations of the evil inclination. When I visit people who are unwell, I give them a blessing for a complete and speedy recovery. But what happens next often catches them off guard. I ask them to give me a blessing. Why? Because the next teaching of the Gemara is that the divine presence is to be found by the head of one who is ill. God himself is there visiting and protecting the person. If the sick person has a special connection to God right now, then he has a special power to bless others. It's not easy to share your vulnerabilities. You might not want to be a burden on anyone or be thought of as impaired, but your friends care for you more than you can imagine. Your pain is their pain. Let them be there for you. Let them pray for your welfare and recovery. Not only will they bring you merit and spiritual assistance, you will bring blessing upon them too. May you merit good health all the days of your life, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.